Are you trying to figure out life, goals, God, and everything in between? Well, guess what? You're not the only one. My name's Michelle Nicole, and I'm the founder of God Distracted. And on this podcast, we're going to talk about how you can minimize your distractions and get more God Distracted. Let's talk about the areas of business, life, love, God, and how they all intertwine to make us who we are. So if this is something you're interested in, make sure to tune in. Talk to you soon. Hi guys. Hi everyone. Welcome to God Distracted or welcome back if you are listening again. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, whatever time you're listening to this, wherever you are. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Shell, and um, I am the creator of the God Distracted podcast and we just kind of talk about God. I talk about my relationship with God and um, any messages, any things he gives me to give to you as well. So we're just going to get right into today's episode, which is falling short, right? Um, And I'm so transparent. I'm going to be even more transparent because God told me a couple episodes ago, so a while ago, that there's healing in my transparency. And I feel like I have been falling short, y'all, falling short lately in my walk with God. And he has been convicting me and letting me know that I need to get it together, right? And here's the deal. Sometimes not sometimes, oftentimes when we are focused and we are going, the devil will continuously put snares out. You know what I mean? Like, oh, she's good in this area. Let me let me throw this snare this way. And a snare is basically a device that traps you. It's a stronghold, things like that. And the more that I get mature in Christ, the more I am able to kind of discern what the snares are. And I'm getting better at discerning what the snares are for myself. I'm just not getting better at... <laughs> not getting caught up in the snare. It's kind of like, oh, I can see it, but I think I could jump over it. No, you can't. Oh, I see it. I can think I can manage it. Nope, you can't. You know what I mean? So I'm learning how to not tempt temptation. You know what I mean? To not go into something feeling like I am strong enough because it's nothing about me. I'm not strong enough to do it at all. It's all God, right? And we are never strong enough to go in to say, let me just tempt this and be like, I'm strong enough to go through something that God tells you to not do or close the door on. Right. And so um, God had just been convicting me lately to say, like, when he sets us aside and sets us apart for his purpose and and to do what his will is, we can no longer walk, talk do, hang, whatever it is in the same areas that we were previously before we were set aside and set apart. You know what I mean? So like, we can't do the same things. We can't be in the same places. We can't drink the same drinks. We can't do those same things anymore. And I can be hard-headed sometimes and get caught up in it. And I'm perfectly admitting that that is me sometimes, but it's okay. Because in the past, this is the point where I would just stop and not continue to walk as far as I could with God because I would feel guilty or convicted or doing things. And if this is where you're at right now, keep moving, keep walking. God is saying, do not stop. Do not let that snare entrap you. Keep it moving. You know what I mean? God saying, I'm still with you. We still on this race. We still going. We still, we still walking. We still here. Don't stop y'all. Just don't stop. And it feels good to be able to be like, oh, I got it. Because usually this is a snare that keeps me. This is a snare that traps me. This is a snare that keeps me here, but not no more. I'm going to get up, <laughs> brush myself off, pull the snare off my leg. I may be bleeding a little bit, but that's okay. 
because God is my healer and we're going to walk through this together. And so that's what I wanted to say. We do fall short, guys. Don't ever allow yourself to feel that because you fell short and you're walk with God, you can no longer walk with him. You can, you will, he'll give you the strength, get up and keep moving. And I wanted to say that because um, I know myself and I have done that before. You know what I mean? And we have tough weeks, we have tough days, we have tough years, we have tough times where we fall down, but please get back up. There's that song, right? We fall down, but we get up. Get back up and keep walking. Um, Because what we don't want is a stronghold to keep you there. Because that's what it's meant for. I'm going to entrap you. I'm going to stronghold you in this place. What you need to do is let the enemy know that you don't have me. My father does. My God has my back. And we're going to keep it moving. So... This week or weekend, I'll probably say a couple of days ago, God had given me a word and he just kept saying, consecrate yourself. You are to consecrate yourself to me because you are set aside for a bigger purpose. You are set aside for a bigger purpose. You are set aside for a bigger purpose. So you know me, I'm going to get up and I'm going to look up the definition of consecrate. And guys, it says dedicated for a specific purpose. And so there's other definitions of it. It says to devote yourself to a purpose, um, to have deep dedication and dignity and seriousness to a purpose. Um, It's also to induct a purpose into a permanent office um, of a religious right. But basically to consecrate yourself is to set yourself aside and dedicate yourself to a specific purpose. So I, you know, did some research and said, okay, God, well, how do I consecrate myself to you? I understand what you're saying. I understand you're saying you are set aside. But what do I have to do to keep myself consecrated to you and you alone? And so the Bible verse that we're going to kind of get that we're going to connect the dots to everything is Romans and Romans 12 um, verses one through two. I'm pretty sure you guys heard this before. But um, in that those two verses, it says, do not be confirmed, confirmed. Conform, sorry, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may be able to discern what the will of God is and what is acceptable to God and what is not. And so I said, okay, God, so we have Romans 12, um, verses 1 through 2. And so if to consecrate myself means that I have to wholly dedicate myself, like fully dedicate myself and set 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 myself aside, sorry, for you, God, and I have to really focus on not conforming myself to this world, but transforming my mind, tell me how to do that. You know what I mean? Because sometimes we can read things and we're like, I got it. I got it, God. But I'm always going to be, okay, how? Because I understand in theory, that you're saying, renew your mind, change the way you think, change the way you do that. But for 40 something years of thinking one way and having to renew that, how, Lord, I know that you can do it. I know we can do it together, but you know, give me some steps. I'm just practical like that. This is just how I work. You may work completely different, but for me, that's what it is. So I have seven things that you can do right now. And this is just for me, Looking up things on, you know, looking up things just through Google, researching different things, figuring it out. And I came across a really good um, article that gave, I think they gave about 10, but I'm going to give seven of those um, on ways that you can consecrate yourself to God and ways that you can help renew your mind. 
so that you can get back on track and get back on walking with him so that those snares and strongholds no longer keep you unbound. So the first thing you want to do is to commit yourself wholly to God. That means everything about you, your mind, your heart, you know what I mean? Your, um, your mind, your heart, your spirit, everything that you have, commit that fully to God. That means that the way that we think, you can take captives to those thoughts that are unlike God. So if something comes in my mind that is unlike God, and I'm like, no, nope, that's not good, fine. I, I say that, no. I literally say, no, I will not think that way. No, I will not claim that. No, we will not walk down that road. No, I take captive of it, and then I will say a Bible verse to counter it. No, I will not think that way, but if God is for me, who could be against me? No, I will not think that way because God said he will never leave me or forsake me. So take captive those thoughts. Take captive how you how you um, speak to people, how you think about things, how you feel things. Renew yourself completely, completely commit yourself to God. And yes, that does take time. And yes, it does take discernment. Yes, it does take discipline. But guess what? If God is for you, who can be against you? We're going to do this together with God. So you want to commit yourself wholly to God. That means letting go to things that are flesh and commit yourself to the things that are spirit. Point blank. You're going to pray against the spirit of temptation. This was an opener for me because I'll go into something, but I'm not praying against the spirit of temptation is what I kind of got revealed. Like I'll go in and be like, okay, God, help me to not do this. But instead of me saying, let me pray against the spirit of temptation that is tempting me to do this and then asking God for the strength to overcome it. Point blank. Pray against the spirit of temptation. Ask God for the strength to overcome it so that you can walk fully and committed to God. Number three, you want to draw closer to God on a daily basis. This is why it's important for you to be in your word, pray, praise do a devotional, whatever it is, on a daily basis. I remember reading something from Joyce Myers where she said, dedicate yourself 15 minutes a day. That will then turn 30 minutes a day. That can then turn to 60 minutes a day, things like that. Dedicate yourself. If you wake up and you're going to do five minutes a day, you're going to do a five-minute devotional in the morning. And then while you're on your way to work, you're going to listen to praise music. And then you're going to pray before you walk through that door. That can be 30 minutes right there. That could be an hour right there. So dedicate yourself um, to God and draw closer to him on a daily basis. And um, I remember, I think, oh, I'm so mad. I think it was Dr. Evans, Tony Evans. And he had said something about how we have to meditate on the word day and night. And he kind of had broke it down where it's not just, okay, I read my Bible verse for the day. Check it off. No, if you read a Bible verse for the day, and let's say it is, and right now I'm going to continue to meditate on Romans 12, and if all throughout the day I just continue to say, do not be conformed to this rule, but transformed by the renewal of your mind. I will just keep saying that. Boom. Transformed by the rule of my mind. Do not be conformed to this world. Um, you just say that over and over and over again. Pick a Bible verse and meditate on it day and night. Just say it over and over and over again while you're typing at work, while you are on your way to work, while you are whatever you're doing, doing the dishes, whatever it is. Just say it over and over and over again. He said we're to meditate on it day and night. Just continue to do that. You know what I mean? And it sounds crazy because there's so many other things going on in your mind, but you can always, like I said, control those thoughts and shift it right back. So meditate on it day and night 
and I bet you will start seeing a difference. So we have number one, commit yourself fully and wholly to God. Pray against this temptation. Okay, guys, I think I was just going over it really fast. Sorry. Um, number one, commit yourself fully to God. Number two, pray against the spirit of temptation. Number three, draw closer to God on a daily basis. Number four, what we want to do is remember that we are set aside for something greater and bigger. This is something that we have to constantly remind ourselves. When you know that you are set aside for something greater and something bigger, you're not going to just accept scraps because God is giving you something bigger than that. You're not going to be like, okay, God, let me accept the appetizer when God's saying, no, you're set aside for the full course. And so just continue to remind yourself that I can't do this. I can't walk the same walk anymore because God set me aside. Nope, you're on this side. I set you aside for something bigger. Your purpose is greater. Your walk is greater. Who you're supposed to connect with is greater. Your anointing is greater. Everything about who you are is greater and bigger than what this world is offering you. You are set aside for something greater and bigger. And we have to constantly remind ourselves of that. I know I do. So then when I know why I can't walk through that door or why I can't drink that same drink or why I can't do what I want to do, it's because God set me aside for something greater and bigger. Number five, and you know, I say this a lot, but we have to repent. So the minute that you know, boom, God, man, I messed up today. Man, I messed up last night. Man, I messed up, dot, dot, dot. Repent. Repent. God, I repent for that. I repent for doing that. I repent for this. And I ask for your forgiveness. I repent for it. Point blank period, repent. Jesus died. He died on the cross for us to be able to live eternally, for us to repent and say, I'm sorry. I repent for this. And sometimes I feel like we have to repent and not take that for granted. You know, sometimes we take for granted, okay, I can just do it and repent and God will be like, that's cool. No, there's things that come with sin. You know what I mean? There's stuff that comes when we open that door to sin. It's not just like, okay, I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep repenting. No. When you know you are fully ready to repent and not do it again, repent. Ask God for forgiveness. Ask God for that because there's things that come when you open the door to sin that we just don't need to and want to carry on. So repent, repent, repent. Number six, we want to reflect. I know I have a journal and I will write down, God, this was a tough week. So let me reflect on what it was. And usually when you're able to reflect, whether you're writing in a journal, whether you're taking notes on your phone, whether you are just thinking of it in your head, when you reflect, it's easy for you now to start seeing, boom, that's where that snare was. This is what happened because you'll start to see repeated behaviors. And when you start to reflect and you start to see those repeated behaviors that always get you caught up, that's the snare. Those repeated behaviors that get you caught up is the snare. So whatever repeated behavior you're doing that opens up the door that gets you caught up is the snare that the, God, um, that the enemy had you at. So then you pray to God against that snare. I know me, I can be like, okay, this is something that I repeatedly do. And every time I do it, it gets me caught up. It opens up this door. So boom, nope, not no more. Let me make sure I'm not getting caught up in that snare. So this is why you have to reflect, 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 repent, reflect. And number seven is dedicate yourself again to God. God, I rededicate myself to you. And sometimes I do this over and over and over again. Not that God needs me to rededicate myself to him, but it's my love song. It's my worship. It's my 
dedication and say, God, I just rededicate this aspect of my life to you that I've held on for so long. Because there's certain aspects of our life that we can dedicate to God and it's easy. Boom, you got that, God. It's the stuff that we want to hold on to for our fleshy desires that makes it harder. So then I will say, God, I dedicate this aspect of my life to you. You fully have it, God. Help me to continuously walk in it. You know, help me to pray against the spirit of temptation, God. Help me to consecrate myself to you. Help me to commit myself to you. Help me to set aside some time for you, Father. Help me to reflect on who you are. Help me to repent against these behaviors and just dedicate those aspects of your life to God that you're fighting against because there's a reason that that fight is there. There's a reason that you feel a struggle there. Nope. The devil can't have you. He can't have that aspect of your life. We rededicate it to God. If you have to rededicate it to him again and again and again because you keep getting caught up, get up and rededicate it to him. Point blank. God is literally waiting for us with open arms and say, I am here. All I want to do is love you and give you the greatest things ever so you can live more abundantly. And our flesh fights against it and lets us think that we don't deserve it or we don't, we don't deserve it, that we can't believe it and that we can't have it. All that is a lie of the enemy, all of it. And so we literally have to be intentional on how do we dedicate ourselves to God and how do we consecrate ourselves to him. And so really fast, I'm going to go through the list. Just in case you didn't get them all, I'm going to go through real fast and then um, give you a couple more Bible verses and then we're going to wrap it on up. So number one, commit yourself fully and wholly to God. Number two, Pray against the spirit of temptation. Number three, draw closer to God on a daily basis. Number four, set as you are set aside for something greater and bigger. Remember that. Remember that always. Tell yourself that every single day. Number five, repent, repent, repent for those behaviors. Number six, reflect. And number seven, dedicate yourself in those areas that um, you're fighting against to God. And so here are some verses, guys, that you can meditate on, that you can read, that you can study. Romans 12, verses 1 through 2. Romans 6, verse 13. 1 Peter, chapter 2, verses 6 through 9. And Joshua, verse 3, I mean, chapter 3, verse 5. Those are all about consecration or all about um, how do we renew our minds. It's all about literally getting your mind and your body and everything right to fully walk and dedicate yourself to God again. So guys, I am on this walk with you. Believe me, all of us have have fallen and continue to fall short. All of us. None of us are perfect. The only perfect one that walked this earth was Jesus. All of us have fallen short. And even the devil tried to tempt him. And read that part. Now, that will really let us know how to get over temptation is reading that aspect of how Jesus got over it. But all of us have fallen short. Do not let that snare keep you from moving forward. Do not let the devil make you believe or think that you are not worthy of God's divine purpose for your life. We just have to consecrate ourselves to God. We just have to reform um, our thinking. We have to walk differently, talk differently, think differently. Um, And I get it. It's a process, God. It's a process, God, but we know that you are with us and we know that we can do all things to you who gives us strength, Father. So I just continue to pray for those listening as they continue to pray for me that we just be who you dedicated us to be, Father, that we consecrate ourselves to you fully and wholly, Father, that we allow you to work through us and not our flesh, that you 
continuously, continuously remind us that we are set aside for something greater, something bigger, and something that you designed for us, not us. And I thank you and I praise you now and forevermore in Jesus Christ's holy name. Amen, amen, amen. And amen, guys. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.